Happy heavenly birthday to you, Uncle Andy. Happy birthday to my aggravating Uncle Andy. Man, oh man, oh man, Uncle Andy, do I miss you. I miss you so, 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 so much. And I am so grateful that you are still here with me in spirit and in truth because you were one of my master teachers, Uncle Andy. You was my grandmother's baby boy out of six kids. You were the five-star athlete in Augusta, Georgia, Evans, Georgia, where you have all kind of trophies and records that you broke. And everything that your coaches taught you, Uncle Andy, you came back home and taught it to me because I was the oldest grandchild. I was the one that came first. So Uncle Andy, you came home and you taught me everything about football, basketball, baseball, track and field. And you instilled all of the lessons. You instilled more than lessons. You helped me to become this woman that I am in the earth. I remember you taught me how to write in cursive. I remember that anywhere I wanted to go, you would take me as long as I would go in the house and put on a pair of pants because you didn't want men looking at me because I was beautiful and I had a beautiful body. Starting at around 14. But Uncle Andy, I know you know this now. Your friend that you brought into our family, Moses Hartfield, Mosetti. You remember that day he came over to Grandmama's house on the motorcycle and he asked me, did I want to go to with him for a ride? He took me somewhere and he molested me, Uncle Andy. He put his mouth in my private area, his hands in my private areas. And then after he did all the things that he wanted to do, except for have sex with me, because I told him that if he touched me anymore, I was going to let y'all know. <clears throat> but I didn't let you know, Uncle Andy, but I did let God know. I did let God know. And I heard that Mosetti ended up in prison getting back everything that he gave me. And then soon as Mosetti got out of prison, he got on Facebook, Andy, and Moses Hartfield asked me to be his friend on social media. And because I am Diary of the Mouth and I'm an open book and I am Kabbalah, the book that the Zohar speaks about, and the Torah speaks about. I am a living and breathing book about a relationship between God and me. So I took the friend request from Moses Hartfield, Mosetti, over there by Gospel Water Branch in Evans, Georgia. Your friend, Uncle Andy. You knew 
that someone would try that. So you always tried to cover me up with a pair of pants. But it didn't work, Uncle Andy. See, what I've learned from God is that God gives man what he calls free will. This is what he taught me when my daddy came up there with you, Uncle Andy. I miss you so much. See, what God taught me when he had asked me to judge my father and what my father had done in the earth. Uncle Andy, I just now got the revelation talking to you that I had to judge my daddy right in order to be a righteous judge in God's earth for the next call that he had upon my life, which came this year. About two months ago, God visited me in the shower and asked me, was I ready to receive my call? I told him, yes. I'm always ready to receive my call and to walk in the, the reality that God has set before me. I love the fact that God gives me night seasons. I love the daytime. But the night seasons when I can't sleep and the Holy Spirit wants to commune with me. I hear the ringing God. I hear the ringing God. I hear the ringing. But Uncle Andy, when my dad joined you last year in 2020, I was so angry with my dad for the choices that he made in his life. I was so mad at my dad, just like I was mad at you, Uncle Andy, when you showed me your weakness, when you made me so strong. Both of you made me so strong. Uncle Andy, as my mother's brother, I want to thank you for my whole entire life that you had something to do with. Because, Uncle Andy, you were a great teacher. You taught me so much. I really would not be who I am today without you all. I'm so glad that yesterday God showed me something in my mind. He said, Cam, you are God. And your ancestors are now gods in the universe. You all are not the God, but you are with him. And I honor you all for my life. I honor you, Uncle Andy, because you were so good to me. You were so good to me as an uncle. You know, I feel like I had the best uncles in the world because none of you all violated me. You all poured wisdom and knowledge and understanding in me. You all, my uncles, made me into this woman that I am today. My uncles in California, my uncles in Evans, Georgia, in Appling, Georgia, my uncle Buddy, all of my uncles were so good to me. But 
my daddy. My daddy was the one who was so wretched. And I still had to forgive him because God is love. And because God is love and I made it his image, he made me in his image of the sun. So Uncle Andy, I had to forgive my daddy and let my daddy in heaven because nobody else would. His own wife did not even honor his wishes. She burned him. She was so glad to be free. She even went and left and bought a new house before they got before, before she killed him. I think she killed my daddy. But you reap what you sow. So I can't be mad at her. I talked to God about everything and I told God I let it go because I would not fight people that I love. I loved Liz. And I damn sure love my brothers and my sisters. But I've been damned if I let anybody mistreat me that I have not had ill will in my heart for. I would not receive their seeds. They got to eat that shit, okay? And they got to eat it. Because I don't want to eat from a table where there's bitter foods. I love the way that God prepared my table for me. I choose not to go sit at the table with them. Uncle Andy, I know you've been watching me in this earth. I know you have yesterday, day before yesterday, when I spoke to you all and I called y'all by y'all names and I said, y'all got me. Y'all got me now without me having to figure out the parables, make it plain and clear. And then after I went that second lap and I saw that banana peel on that ground, I knew exactly what you meant. I knew exactly what you meant. God is using me and I don't mind being used let God know I don't mind being used, but he made me some promises and I'm going to see him because he sent me back so many times after I tried to leave. So tell him, make sure that no suffering to no good man comes and may the good man reap the good harvest that he promised me, Uncle Eddie. Because I have been a mouthpiece for God. Because I believe in Him. I am a witness to Him. And I serve Him. I honor Him. I love Him. I need Him. I want Him. But I just want Him to increase the love in this earth. Because so many people are lacking love. We've all prayed for love in the school of life, Uncle Andy. Before 2020 got here, before we made it to the, to, the, to the tree of life, when God said, Cam, tell the world, my perfect vision is on them. His perfect vision was on us, Uncle Andy, because it was just like it was in the Bible. Remember the story in the Bible where God made them sit down? He had them to go into their house. And mark the doorpost with the blood on the door. Because the death angel was going to pass through. But it wasn't going to get the children of God. Not the children of God. Not the children of God. Who are the children of God, Uncle Andy? In my heart. My ear. In my heart of hearts. The children of God are the ones who walk in the earth. And love him and not hate him for the life that they live.
They just appreciate the fact that he gave them life in the breath. And that if anything else besides the breath, it could be a bonus. I used to talk to my clients, Uncle Andy, remember? Remember all those days? He used to come and sit and wait for me to get finished just so you could ask me for money. Then there was the days that you would just come and sit to aggravate me. Because you knew I was tired and you wanted to see what I get beat. You wanted to see what I give in to your anger and everything that you gave me to see if I was more than a conqueror. You, Uncle Andy, oh my God, I praise heaven for you. Holy Father, adorn my uncle's head with as many crowns as you can, God. For this life I live, my uncle trained me well. He was the one who taught me to be more than a conqueror because he was the five-star athlete in the earth. Lord, thank you for lifting me up. Thank you for the pinnacle, God. That you told me about in Isaiah chapter 54. The chapter in the Bible that you told me you wrote about me, God. I'm so praised inside, full of you. I'm going to say that again because some people are be like, what? I'm so praised and full on the inside of you. Even I hear you, God. When my victory comes, I hear you inside of me playing the music. And I wake up singing, knowing I have the victory. It is almost time for the music to play. It began on yesterday, God, day one. Day one is complete within itself, God. The music began to play. So, Father God, I just thank you for the music that is coming within my soul, my spirit, and in my body, God. In no particular order. I just called them as I thought of them, Lord. I praise you, God. I praise you so much. I praise you so much. Lord, I thank you, Lord. I thank you. Lord, I thank you for allowing this to be my earth. I thank you for allowing this to be my earth, Holy Father. I thank you for the heavens hearing my words. And I thank you for 13 years of being here as a social media influencer. Telling people what God had to say to them. Because he had to say it to me. (laughs) When you had something to say to me. That means you have something to say to us all. Because you said that you were no respecter of persons. So if you're talking to me, you're talking to us all, Holy Father. And I receive every word that you have spoke to me in my lifetime, in and out of season. I pray that the blood of Jesus has truly never been able to lose its power 
like the song says that the blood will never lose its power. It has never even been a thought in the mind of God that it could lose anything that he is. You are always the head, God, no matter which way the six turn, like I taught them with the 666 and the 699. The 666 and the 699. Lord, I thank you for everything that you are. I thank you for my family that is now in the heavens where you have placed them. I thank you for the star above of Father Abraham and David. I thank you, Father, for the stars that fell below. And I thank you that you still love us all, no matter if we are good or if we are evil, but you will always teach us your way and how you want us to go in your earth. And I believe that. When I prayed to you last year, after voting 30 plus years of my life, and I asked you all, what do I do? Because both of these men are not someone that I want to represent me before God. <laughs> oh, my God. You just gave me a revelation, Lord. Oh, my God. Thank you, Holy Father, for the sacrifice of my two bulls. Oh, my God. Have mercy on your word, Lord. I have a full revelation of what you just showed me. Let me tell you all what God just showed me in the physical, in the mind. Oh, my God. This is so deep. I got tears in my mouth. Lord, I taste my salt from my tears. Thank you that I never lost my saltiness. And no man had to trample on me, God. Thank you for Luke chapter 16. If salt loses her saltiness, how will she be made salty again? She will no longer be good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled by men. Thank you, God, that the tears that I have shed still have salt in them because I did not lose myself to men. But I made the sacrifice of the two bulls and what God just showed me that this is what my sacrifice was for. I had no clue why God asked me to sacrifice two of my bulls. But I gave back two of the people in my life that had walked with me for my entire life of 30 year span. Gave those two men back to God because they were supposed to be lovers, but they were found inadequate of loving anyone but themselves. And they were a disappointment to me. Well, last year, when it came down to me casting a vote for a man to stand as a representation of me in America as an American citizen, I decided to pray about it as I always did. 
normally what I would do is cast my vote for the lesser of the two evils who I thought was the lesser of the two evils. But this election, I couldn't see the difference between the two people that ran for office. So I prayed about it. I spoke with my ancestors about it. And they all told me to take myself out of the process. With God, I told God that I would take myself out of the process because I had been sharing his word about President Donald Trump. And that God said that don't call President Donald Trump evil because it's not about good and evil. It's about love or fear. Do you want to walk in love in your life or do you want to walk in fear? This was the test that we were going through at our final exam when we were at the tree of life in 2020, when God sent us through our final exam from the school of life so that we can begin to play the game of life of the things that we have learned. Okay, there's a lot of TV shows on Netflix that you can watch. (laughs) The world has patterns and the world repeats the patterns If you do not learn your lessons, you will have to repeat. It will be on repeat. And that's just a fact. I can tell you because I have been in the school of life, I think now three times because I was a slow learner. But I thank God that this time around, he has shown me to be worthy. Because the first judgment I had to make was... The judgment call on my father and how my father was a very ratchet man in God's earth. God's hand was mighty upon my father, but my father was not a good man. And he did not walk in the spirit of truth as who God made him. Meaning before man, it says that if you are ashamed of me before man, I will be ashamed of you before God. Now, I thank the Holy Father for not removing his anointing from my father because if he had removed the anointing from my father, he would have removed it from his entire estate because it says only what you do for God will last. If you do not do it for God, it will not last. It will be destroyed. And that's where I think that my stepmom, my sister and brother, I think that my um, Uncle Lee's ex-wife, not ex-wife, but deceased widow who then married somebody else. I feel like that clan and my cousins connected with them, um, the Wallaces on that side of the family. I feel like what they did was they didn't walk in the word that they had projected to the earth. And let me explain to what what I mean, because God calls me as a righteous judge. Okay, so let me explain it to you this way. I have to also judge my own life. This is all my life that I'm speaking about. I'm not speaking ill of anyone. I'm not sending out ill will on anyone. And I'm not asking God to give ill one. I'm asking God to try his word by his word because he said that's what he did for me in the book of Malachi chapter three. When God told me to bring ye the tithes to the storehouse to see if there will be meat in his house. So when I would need, God would return around and do the same for me. Well, I did that. I tried God at his word. 
I tried God at his word in a three-month time period. I had sown 5000 800 and some or 800 and something dollars in my church and my pastor came to me in November. He saw that I was putting so much money in the church and he says, Cam, what are you doing? I said, I'm sowing my tithes. He said, but I know that's not your tithes. He said, you are not making that kind of money. I said, I'm giving my tithes based on my relationship with God, not yours. He was like, Cam, that's not correct. You only supposed to give 10%. This is not 10% of your income. I said it's 10% of my projected income, if you must know. But I made a deal with God that I would go to work and whatever, as a cosmetologist, whatever I made on the first day I get a first phone call to go into the shop, whatever I made that day, I would give it to God. And on the first day he called me in, my light bill was two months behind because at that time I wasn't making but about average. I had went down to, I want to say $200. I went down from making six figures to $200. I think I was making at the time. So when I got down to around $200, I was like, okay, God, something I did wrong. I said, I made a wrong turn somewhere. I said, I had to do something wrong. What in the hell is going on? So that's when God spoke to me, Uncle Andy. And he told me, he says, Cam, he said, there's two people in your life who's been talking behind your back. He said, they're saying that the only reason why you love God is because God's hand is so mighty upon your life. And so he said, um, they think that you only love me because I bless you so much. You're so blessed. That's the only reason why you love me because you got all this stuff. And so that's when I started showing whoever it was, I started letting them know God had already told me they whispering behind my back. And just because I got all this shit don't mean shit. I can let the shit go. So I remember in 2013, I woke up and said, today will be the day I will show the world I can live with or without money because money ain't my God. I have a source that I met that I adore inside of me that I brought outside of me that is now all about me. And I'm all about it. So I nine times in a row before I moved to uh, even the, the, the 2019, nine, so I started in, uh, I think I started this mess in 2009. I was moved. Every time I would move, I would give all of my stuff away. But the first time I did it in public was 2013, 2014, 2015, 16, 17, 18, and 19. Count, count how many years I gave away all of the stuff that I, I owned in my life and got down to two suitcases and God rebuilt every year for all them years that I just gave you. And don't, don't forget, I'm a numerologist, so when you hear me call out a number, you need to play it. If you play the numbers, you need to break it down because those numbers fall. And people have won a lot of money just by following me. I'm rebuilding my followers now because I only want those who have been true to the love of me and me to be true to the love of them to follow me. I don't want to bless nobody else if you don't walk in love. Because I'm praying that God fills this earth with nothing but love. I'm over all the mess that we have made out of my God's earth. So I have decided to take the authority that God has allowed me to take. 
as I'm rebuilding my father's kingdom, God allowed me to, to tear down my father's kingdom. So if you hear me speaking about my father and you have any disagreements, I suggest that you take it to God. Because if you get involved, he will remove you. Because I always act on order. Remember, he calls one and he chooses, he chooses one. <clears throat> and I, call, I accepted my call. So nobody didn't choose this call for me. I accepted this call for myself. And I thank God for it because he to- told me to burn my daddy's kingdom back down to the foundation, which is him. And the chief cornerstone, which is his son, and rebuild from there. So I know that we're going to be okay. Now, the ones who do not walk with me, I've already given them to God. I've given them to God, and I care not what he does with them. And that's just a fact of the matter. I can't cast my cares upon them because I gave it to him. If I cast my cares upon them, then I am taking the vengeance up for myself. I care not because I don't. I've already fought battles with them and beat them at every round. But now they feel that they have beat me because I don't have an inheritance in my personal bank account. I have an inheritance in the earth. And it doesn't matter if God has to do anything that he wants to do to put it in my hands. I've seen the power of God move in my life. I don't have to worry. I will be here when it shows up. And that's a promise. Because the word now has to be tried. The, the, the devil has to come into our lives and, magnif- and look at us and say, let me see what you did wrong, what you did wrong. Why you did this when the word told you to do this and you've been teaching the people in the churches for over 40 years. 40 years in the wilderness, you've been walking in this wilderness, preaching, teaching apostles, values, evangelists, teachers, bishops. Doctors of divinity and you walking around in the earth doing stuff like this. So now you always have to remember y'all. Remember what I always told y'all. I ain't only a teacher in the earth of the word of God. I'm a student too. I have to be tested out too. So I got out of the fire last year when, when my cousin Mildred came onto my post and I let her know I'm in the fire. God, my daddy doesn't allow have to have to let God look at us so we could be in a fire. She said, "Well, you won't be in there long because you was already a diamond when you went in there. You just need a little polish." And just like that, I had a conversation that came out the fire because I had a witness in the earth that already knew me before I went in there and could stand up and testify that I'm like I am my daddy's daughter, but I don't walk like my daddy. I can turn around and look at my daddy and say, "Daddy, you wrong. You doing wrong in the earth." Raping little girls, daddy. Child molesting daddy. Incest daddy. Daddy, you wrong. That's what I judge my daddy on. Now, the good things that my daddy did, my daddy paid my mom $120. There go another number for you. My daddy paid my mom $120 every week, and my daddy was a millionaire. (laughs) So he did pay child support. Okay, the day I turned 18, that was the last payment that my mother got. And that was the last money, basically, I got from my daddy, except for when he sold some land after he was he had then left the mighty clouds of joy. He sold some land and not sold some land. He rented out some land because he was getting ready to sell it. And I said, well, daddy, that would be stupid. You own a thousand acres of land down in Texas. Ain't no way in the hell I would sell that. And you only paid $250 an acre because of some old lady he probably swindled out of the the land because he was such a fucking carn artist. 
So I said, Daddy, I said, that would be stupid. Why don't you find somebody who need the land? So he found the highway to run through the land and a hotel to run on the land. And Liz think I don't know. <laughs> I just have to sit here and wait on God. Because my God didn't tell me no lies. He hasn't told me a lie in 50-something years. I'm not going to think he's going to tell me no lie now. I'll sit here and watch him do whatever he have to do because he is God. And I have no vengeance against nobody because I want to walk in love. If I'm praying and asking God to increase love in earth so that every man, woman, boy, and girl can know what love is before we leave this place. These people trying to fucking do shit to kill people. But I'm praying for God's love to increase. Who he going to answer? Me or the one who want everything to die? Because God don't want everything to die. He had hopes of love increasing. If he did, why didn't he, why didn't he say new heaven and new earth? Why did he give Jesus the keys to hold and let Jesus make the decision what Jesus wanted to do? Jesus said in, in, in Titus that if he came back, he would come back to judge with 10,000 saints. We don't have to have Jesus to come back when Jesus told us that we can do greater than what he did. Jesus walked in love. We don't walk in love. We can do greater by learning what is love. And how do I walk in that? You got your degrees. We got all the knowledge that we seeked, that we sought out. The knowledge that we pursued. We chased after, we got those damn degrees. We got those damn six, seven, eight, nine figures. But what about God? Can we pursue God now? I told God, I said, God, what in the world is going on in the earth? And if it's the end, what is the end of? The, the, the book of Revelation said it's the revelation of Jesus Christ. So if it's the end, what is it the end of? At the end of Revelations, it said that Jesus had the keys of, of Hades and hell. All you need to know is what happened in the beginning and what happened in the end. If you follow God, you don't need to know the fucking details in the middle because the details in the middle ain't nothing but the fucking devil. What the fucking last words say? He now holds the keys of life and death. And he told us we made it to the tree of life. And y'all talking about dying? Now, let me explain to you what is at the end of. It's the end of the old man. Think about it, human beings. Take all your fucking labels off and simplify it like a child. What is it the fucking end of? It's the end of Jesus Christ. He said it's the revelation of Jesus Christ. It's the beginning and it tells you the end. So what it means is what is the example that Jesus Christ showed us to be the end of the old man? Come on, Holy Ghost. Show your people where it's at. The forerunner was John. John ran before and said, ye must be baptized by water. So that means that when Jesus came to him, even Jesus as a physical man had to be baptized in water so that Jesus as a physical man could be the restoration and the restoring word of the earth. That is why he needed to borrow a tomb to lay down his body. Unlike some people are teaching Jesus is dead. If he is dead, bring his body to me. Now, that Uncle Andy is something that I do agree with my dad. My dad did sing a song, If God is Dead, Who Can Tell Me Where His Body Lies? 
If God is dead, tell me how these trees living and how I'm breathing if God is dead. So God ain't dead. He's dead to the haters because the haters don't love him. The atheists are so so much in hate that they don't want to love anybody. But yet and still they want wives to marry. They want mothers to honor. They want presidents to to rule over them. But they don't want to get a relationship or know the God of the good so that they could be fullness of joy. Not just half joy. Because see, the people that, like when I used to be in the church and I used to realize these people ain't nothing but hypocrites. <clears throat> Growing up watching my dad and I used to say, he's a hypocrite. Going to church with Auntie Chris and them, I'm like, God, these people playing with you. They hypocrites. They do everything that they tell me don't do and judge me for it. I don't want to be like them. God, where's your real church? How many of y'all out there in the earth remember all the posts I put on Facebook about where's God's real church? Because it definitely ain't none of the ones that I grew up with in my family, on the Wallace side of the family. I can tell y'all that God's honest truth, they have been some con artists. From the personal care homes that they've had on up, they have been wrong. And I'm waiting for God to judge my word correctly on my daddy's side of the family. I'm serious. I'm serious. You don't treat people wrong. People do you good and you treat people wrong. It is so wrong for me to open my doors to you. Sit you at my table and feed you my good ass groceries that God provided for me. We sit at the table. We pray a prayer over the food that we eat. And we honor you to go first. Thou prepare the table before me in the presence of my enemy. My dad was y'all enemy. <laughs> he was y'all enemy, y'all. He was y'all enemy. And as a child, I said everything I knew to say. <laughs> but it was always, girl, hush. Girl, hush. Stay in the child's place. And I would keep asking, what well, can y'all teach me? What is a child's place? Because y'all teaching me stuff that ain't right. <clears throat> And as a little girl, I had never read no darn Bible. I had never picked up the Bible. So I think I started getting into the Bible when I was around seven because I kept dreaming about the man with the shiny face. And I was reading the book, trying. I was looking through the book because I didn't know how to read really good at seven. Shit, I still can't read that damn good today. Can't write that damn good either. That's why I told God, don't pick me for this job. Because I knew people was going to be picking at me because people are so evil and cruel. But I don't give a fuck. I know my weaknesses and I know my strengths. Without all that fucking reading that English shit, I bet y'all done been more than a conqueror than more than these motherfuckers can look at my damn resume. <laughs> I don't even know if it is a place right now that I can go out here and try to get a fucking J-O-B or just over broke because my qualifications are too fucking much. And anything I go in, I'm a fucking philosopher. Because I'm more than a jack of many trades. I was a master of one because I decided to go to school for one. But being a jack or a queen of them all, man, please, chess can't do nothing with you when you know how to play the board. And checkers can't do shit with you when you're playing the chess player. <laughs> Ain't that right, Mr. Frazier? <laughs> Mario, Maurice, where Mario at? <laughs> Maurice said, Damn, you'd have beat me five games in a row. 
And on the fifth game, which is the grace of God, I said, because I was playing you like I was playing chess and not checkers. Shit. You think I'm finna let my damn checker pieces be going? Hell no. You better man your strategy. I remember I had such a good time when I went to visit y'all. That was a good time in our life as adults, and we had grown up and forgiven each other and walking in love. It was so much fun. I was glad to be with y'all. I was praying that it would never end, but it did. So we have to accept it for what it is and continue to walk in love because y'all my family. Whether I'm with y'all on a daily basis or not, y'all are my fucking family. Blood and seed ain't got shit on y'all, I'm telling you. <laughs> blood and seed ain't got shit on y'all because I done, I done disowned a lot of people who got the same blood and seed I got. But y'all, my family that I found in the earth, and Leon, you chose me, and I chose your ass back, so thank you. <laughs> y'all, my motherfucking peeps. <laughs> I had so much fun, especially when I caused the shower to come in the rain, and then I opened my eyes, and I was like, oops, did I do that? Y'all got some nice um, spiritual realms up there. I was able to pull down a rainstorm on y'all that day. But um, anyway... I love the power that God has given me. And I love the relationships that I've had, even though some of them ended the way I didn't want them to end and they ended in a bad way. I'm still grateful to God that I had them and I still have them the way that they are. Even at a distance, things are still good. Even at a distance, things are still good. And I still feel the love for you. I see you following me and liking all my videos. I appreciate you, daddy. Baby daddy. <laughs> That's my baby daddy I'm talking to now, God. <laughs> Hey, Mama Jackie. Might as well bring you on in here because you know Quaz always talk about Grandma Jack. So, Uncle Andy, I want you to give Grandma Jack a big hug for me. Grandma Jack, I love you, girl. I be seeing that 312 everywhere. I ask that you look upon Leon in his life and look upon the things that Quaz desires for him. And I ask that you make them happen, Jack, because I'm out of it. Love you, though. <laughs> Tell all my other mother-in-laws up there with you that I said hello and that I love you. And I'm asking for you guys to pick the man that y'all want me with since you guys picked me to be your daughter-in-laws. Now I ask you to help God choose that man for me that's getting ready to come in my life. I feel he is very, very near because the man parade has started again. But so far I haven't seen anything that I want to choose. My preference, I would prefer for the rest of my life to have seven loyal men that are mine and they love and adore me the way that I need to be loved and I think I could be happy with that but I want seven and they must all be okay with it because I don't want one I want seven because I think I deserve it for all the hell that I've been through you ask me to tell you what I want God and now I'm telling you I've made up my mind I want seven men that adore me and I want to be like my uncle Willie and I want each of them to have their day of the week that they desire to see me. They're welcome to see me on that day. But any other day, it belongs to me and my other man. And that's just how I take it. And why did I decide that, God? I decided it because of what the story that you brought back to my mind the other day about Reverend Lacey. Remember him? I think his church was Pleasant Grove down in Hetzelba, Georgia, or somewhere out in Georgia. Remember that old sleazy man that came to me talking about the password and God said, give me a password and 
all this his stuff remember the lessons that you taught me i told him that i would give him the password in seven days and you gave it to me in three so three was my grace and i could choose three men to be my men but i want one for each day of the week from sunday through and i want them to treat me like the queen that i deserve to be treated as as the other boys as the little boys that i chose didn't know <laughs> what they had God, thank you that the tears are gone. Thank you that I see that I am so much better than what they were giving me. Thank you that I lost my craving for the last one. Thank you that I lost my craving for him and that I did not desire him to touch me anymore. I did not desire to even look at him anymore. God, I thank you for the taste of him being out of my mouth. Oh, my God. Thank you. I just, Uncle Andy, I know y'all liked it, him. I know my daddy chose him, but he was too much like my dad. I cannot be with a man who cannot have control over his will because he doesn't know God. And no matter how much we pray, we have to have self-control. And we have to be able to control ourselves. And that's some of the things that you all taught me. Okay, I want to talk to Uncle June. Uncle June, <laughs> get your boy. <laughs> Uncle June, get your boy. That's all I need to say. <laughs> I love you, man. Um, I miss you too with all my heart and soul. I miss you. Keep rooting for me. I told you happy birthday the other day. I caught your birthday, 911. I love you. You are truly 911 in every way. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. Keep guiding me in spirit and in truth and keep making things very clear for me when you speak to me. I don't never want to have to ever answer another riddle because God says I, I have already repaid him in full with my blood and the money. So I've, I've paid God my double portion, and he has also punished me for everything that I did wrong twice. So I'm just sitting here waiting on him to do what he told me he was going to do. And just a few minutes ago when I started this and I was talking to the people and God gave me the revelation about the last election. I didn't see those men representing me in the earth. But so many other people still wanted to vote because they wanted to be a process. And a lot of people lost their lives in those mercy killings. And I took myself out of the election process because I really and truly do trust you, God. I trust everything that you do because I know that no weapon formed against me shall prosper and that the blood has never lost its power. And I'm still covered under the blood of the doorpost. And I walk with you in spirit and in truth. And I have no fear and no doubt. I'm just a messenger and a judge. So I thank you, Father God, for the position that you have allowed me to be in. And I thank you, Father God, that you bring healing to this world, Lord. And I pray for the people who have caused such a discord in your earth. And I don't pray for mercy. I pray for your will to be done. 
according to your word as it is written and as have we have studied in the school of life to the point where you have made us understand through physical lessons. And I ask now that harvest be. I ask that harvest be. I ask that everyone receive their harvest now, God. The prophetess told me in 2013 that God placed gifts before me and that I could just sit down and start opening them. Today, I would like to open a gift, God, and I will open it. And so I'm thanking you for it today in advance before I open any gifts that are placed before me in this earth. Thank you for allowing me to be here to open these gifts that you have left in the atmosphere for me, God. Amen, amen, amen. My words are life, so they shall be. I go in peace because I know that thou art with me and thou art my comfort and my guide, my rear gate and my God, my head and my tail, my alpha and my omega. In him I have infinity, in him I have it all.